Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Andy Zapata, the CEO of Physical Therapy Now. And the mission of Physical Therapy Now is to contribute to the health and well-being of people in their community by providing excellent, reliable, and prompt medical care that is both convenient and cost-effective. We're going to talk to Andy about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. 
Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the Franchipreneurs one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, as we were saying earlier, we're meeting with Andy Zapata, the CEO of Physical Therapy Now. And the mission of Physical Therapy Now is to contribute to the health and well-being of people in their community by providing excellent, reliable, and prompt medical care that is both convenient and also cost-effective. Hi, Andy. How are you? Welcome to the show. Oh, Marty, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be part of this franchise interviews with you today. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. This is, this has been, this is going to be my pleasure. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Andy? I am located in sunny Miami, Florida. Ah, lucky you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love Miami. It's just it's it's one of the greatest cities, I think. You know, and and especially well, it's finally starting to warm up a little bit here, Andy, in Eastern Pennsylvania. But uh, we had a a very long winter here, so God bless you. you. Get to live in Miami, and I guess that's where the headquarters is located, too, Andy. That is that is correct. We are located headquarters in Miami, Florida. That for now. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's that's great. That's terrific. You know, it's it's an interesting story when I was reading about your background, Andy, because you were you were kind of young. I mean, when you know you got into this business, it seemed like you knew what you wanted to do as as soon as you you got out of college. Maybe you know you can go back to that time and talk a little bit about the history of physical therapy now. Yeah, you know, this started off as a as a school project. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my exit uh, one of my exit uh, projects for you know for the university. Right. was to create a community community project and my project was to open up a nonprofit uh, physical therapy center and wow. I presented my project and I got a great grade some of my That's colleagues great. actually laughed at me at that at that time because they're like <laughs> they were doing projects with horses and and dolphins right. and and my project was always to help the greater community in physical and occupational therapy <laughs> That's fantastic and uh it's funny story, Marty. As as I was studying for my boards, I uh, I you know I looked back at the project, at the business plan and the project that I had created uh, for graduation, and I asked my colleague at that point. I said, you know, we have this project we worked on. Why don't we make it a real thing? And he said yes, and we made it happen. And a few weeks later, a few months later, we had our first clinic, not knowing what we were doing, uh, trial wow. and error, a lot of a lot of the time. But we made it through, and it was amazing. That's amazing, Andy. I'm gonna I'm gonna share that story. I I teach for Purdue University in their global division. I'm gonna share that story with them if if you don't mind, because I think it's it, it's inspirational, isn't it? You know, to work on a project for school, and then it it becomes this 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 real thing, and and you've been really successful. And you know what's interesting to me about physical therapy, Andy, is I mean, I guess there's been a lot of, I guess you could say changes right over the last maybe two decades. You you know better than I do, two decades, three decades. But yeah. I guess like in the old days. It was kind of like, I guess you needed a prescription to go to a physical therapist. And it seems like that's changed a bit, hasn't it? So there's a lot of, yeah, it, it absolutely. Ha- it has changed. Every state has yeah. different rules. Some states give you 30 days. Some states mm-hmm. give you unlimited days. Some states give you two weeks, like Texas. Right, right. Um, but it's definitely helped because if somebody just has like a regular neck pain and there's been no trauma, there's been no accident, there's been no right. uh something severe, then they can just go to a therapist and get some treatment and feel better in six visits, three visits, right. 10 visits, 
That's great. And it seems like, too, you know, Andy, I, I always notice, like, I mean, today it seems like, you know, all the people I know as, as, as I'm getting older, it's, it's like when you go to a doctor, I mean, the first thing they always seem to recommend is surgery. You know what I mean? There, there, there's an alternative to surgery, isn't there? I always feel like you should go to, if, you know, if you have that type of injury, a physical can't help them, you know, then, you know, consider surgery down the road. But, but it seems to me that a physical therapist should probably be like the first option for a lot of the services you provide, it, shouldn't it? It, it should. It definitely should, Marty. And, you know, a lot of physicians a few years ago would just recommend pills, pain medication, Oxycontin, yeah. Percocet, yep. to the, to the yeah. pain. And what happened is this, this pain crisis, this pill crisis that we have now. And so yes. a lot of doctors, physicians, and the industries has been growing by leaps and bounds for a lot of different reasons. But that's one of them because doctors feel like, hey, we should probably recommend a good stretch, some exercise before sending mm-hmm. somebody on narcotics. Right. Right. Absolutely. I think that's a really good point. And I guess we could say it's probably safe to say, Andy, that, uh, you know, I imagine that, that your business, physical therapy now, to some extent would be, I guess we could say like recession proof. I mean, because I mean, if, if you have, you know, if you have a neck injury, neck injury or leg inj- injury, uh, it, it's something that you have to get taken care of, whether the economy is good or it's bad. Right. You know, it's amazing. I, I didn't, I, I didn't, understand the concept i i i I, yeah i understood it but i really didn't see it play out until 2020 right Uh, because what just when we were thinking of closing our doors this was mid-march mid-april mid-may right we were like we have to close our doors right what happened is that the 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 referrals the amount of referrals from hospitals surgeons orthopedics we cannot turn away stroke patients we cannot turn away Right. knee replacements. We cannot right. turn away back surgeries yep. that constantly kept happening because of work accidents or accidents that people were at home falling off ladders, injuring right. knees and, and having fractures. And the, believe it or not, while people are at home in December, most of the accidents happen at home. Wow. And so right. physical That's therapy never stopped. It is completely true that it is recession proof. That's fantastic. How do you describe the physical therapy now franchise franchise to let's say you were at a like a franchise show in Miami candy and, and someone came up to your booth and they said the typical questions always so what what do you do how do you typically respond to the question yeah so that's funny we we, we practice this a lot but we are an orthopedic uh, outpatient center uh, mm-hmm. that focuses on physical therapy injuries uh, which right. is neck back joint injuries um, and we have all types of uh, insurance companies that we accept, uh, we have cash-based cash base, uh, uh, services, um, and physical therapy is kind of like massage therapy, but a mm-hmm. lot more, um, a lot, a lot more uh, skilled is the word. Right. Um, and we have insurance contracts that pay us very well. Um, and like you said, it's recession-proof mm-hmm. because physical therapy is never going to stop. It is something right. that is needed in the community, whether it's a high-end community or a low-income community, um, everybody right. needs physical therapy because a heart attack, a stroke, a knee injury, yep. a back injury doesn't have demographic restrictions. So in any yeah. demographic, any city, any state, this is the same thing, and it's definitely a needed service. Agreed. Absolutely. How has technology played a role in your business 
today, and you know, I mean, technology is always changing. It's moving so fast. So I imagine when you first, you know, got into this concept, it, it's changed a bit, you know, today. So I mean, how do you, how does physical therapy now implement technology into the business model? Oh my God! So yeah, we're so innovative with technology. We are almost a technology company. Wow. Uh, we have data. We analyze data. We analyze yeah. what the best outcomes are for patients. We get to say, well, these exercises didn't work that well. Let's try these and then mm-hmm. create a new protocol to get people back to work and back to their activities quicker. And so that's what, that's what we're all about. It's getting patients better quicker um, and u- using technology, software, that we don't have to focus so much time on writing documentation. Right. Um, right. Software that reminds them that they don't forget about their appointments and just so much technology happening so fast. It feels like I have this saying that it feels like every day I'm learning a new technology software. <laughs> That's <industry>. true. <laughs> and it's, That's uh, it's true. amazing. It's, uh, it's so needed and so, uh, it's so important. Yeah, and it makes your business more efficient too, like you said, Andy, doesn't it? You know, I mean, it's great that, you know, you, get, you can get into analyzing the data and things like that and remind you of appointments and, and all these other things. And, and, and I think it's fantastic. And when I was studying your industry, because that's well, usually like the first thing I, I do is, I mean, there's a lot of exciting changes in your industry because to me, and I don't know how big your industry is. I imagine it's a billion-dollar industry, but it seems like to me there's, there's growth there, Andy. Maybe you could talk a little bit about the industry. Yeah, so we are a $38 billion industry. We're growing wow. by, by, I think, 2023 will be probably at, at $40 billion industry. Wow, that's amazing. And the growth is, um, is, is for a few reasons. One, the, yeah. the pill epidemic, the narcotics epidemic, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. sending a lot of patients right. to us. Insurance yeah. companies are realizing that a lot of the surgeries, back, neck, joint surgeries, don't need to happen and can get better with physical therapy. So insurance right. companies are mandating the orthopedic surgeons to send to physical therapists before they do the surgery. So right. the insurance companies are very smart. They know how to save money and they're saying, well, mm-hmm. if, an ins- if, if a physical therapist can get them better in, in this much cost, why right. am I going to pay this cost to do surgery? And exactly. so people are avoiding surgery. Yep. Um, and then, more people are having access because of Medicare, Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's not geographically restricted. Right. So we have, we're growing. The main thing is that the population, believe it or not, is getting older. Like mm-hmm. 50% of the population is over 50 years old. And as you know, with yeah. age comes arthritis, right. comes chronic That's conditions, right. cro- comes just regular aches and pains that physical therapy and occupational therapy is experts at healing. That's true. I, that, you know what? That didn't even occur to me. Is right with the aging population. W- would you say, Andy? I, I, I imagine. I guess it's a nice mix, right? I mean, this is you have, you know, probably, you know, from children to, like you said, as, as older people. So, I, I mean, your, your target audience or your customers, it's, it, it, it's a pretty wide range, isn't it? It is a completely wide range, and it's funny because some f- facilities will focus on sports. Some mm-hmm. facilities will focus on the geriatric sure. population. Right. Some will focus on orthopedic and neurological injuries. So right. there's different aspects that you can focus on in physical therapy. Some will just focus on whiplash and car accidents. Right. But it is such a broad net that we can cast and capture different clients and help so many different clients and patients. It must be 
a, a feel-good business too, Andy. You know, I mean, yes, you have the ability to, to to make a tremendous amount of money, but at the end of the day, you know, to I guess put a smile on someone's face and, and you were able to to heal them must be wonderful. You you must have hundreds of stories, I guess, over the years since you started physical therapy. Now, but does like one thing kind of like stand out? You know, since since you've launched the business, that you kind of say, wow. You know, um, I have many stories. I have stories yeah. of patients that have not have come in here with, um, you know, crying, not able to walk yeah. because of a spinal yeah. cord injury, and then seeing them walk uh, with mm-hmm. their family and everybody clapping as they're walking out and their last wow. day of visit, and they're walking out with no orthotics, no braces, nothing. It is so rewarding, and this happens to us oh, yeah. every single day. But wow. I think, you know, besides the patients, the company that we've created – the organic growth that we have internally with the physical therapy franchises, it is so like rewarding to see that once you create a franchise, right. you get to help so many people that you will never meet heal and just recuperate and get back to their daily lives. Right. That, you know, it's just a little seed that you planted as a franchisee mm-hmm. that took off. And now that franchise has helped thousands and thousands of individuals suffering from pain and illness recuperate. And so that's so much rewarding for me as a franchisor. That is one of the biggest rewards I get. That's wonderful. Did, did you know, Andy, I mean, when you were writing this paper in school, I mean, was, was, it was a long time ago, but I mean, was franchising part of the picture or was it something that kind of just popped into your head over the course of time? You said, you know what, I could teach this to somebody else. It, it, how, how did that work? Like when did franchising come into play? Yeah. Let me give you quick um, history of how franchising mm-hmm. came. Um, you know, I learned this system by trial and error. There wasn't really consultants that I can hire. I asked a lot of questions to a lot of people and I built my right. own system. Three years after I opened my first clinic, I had my second, then my third, and I learned by myself, right? With a few right. help from different people that I have to get credit to. But um, after that, I started helping physical therapists open up their practice and getting a consultation fee, 10000 5000 and I'll mm-hmm. say, hey, I'll help you. And I already know how to do it. Don't go through the same struggle. And right. I would make 5000 10000 off each consulting. And then I realized there's a demand for physical therapy centers. I started building yep. them and selling them. So in 2007, 8, and 9, when people were flipping homes, I was right. flipping physical therapy centers, building them, wow. getting them insurance credentialed, and selling them for 100000 80000 70000 And I became very good at building the noble startups. Right. And... By 2015, I started just focusing. I was focused very much on my practice, right, and building Mm -hmm. systems and operations. And in 2015, I had five or six centers, I don't remember. Um, But I I sat back, and everything in my life was perfect. My Mm -hmm. life, my children, my wife, the money, the income, everything was perfect, and I needed a new new challenge. And I said, what is it that I know how to do, and how can I get this brand across the States Right. go faster. And I started uh, learning about licensing and franchising, and I yeah. decided to take the leap of faith on franchising because I know how to start them. I know mm-hmm. how to build them. I know right. how to train, and I know how to operate. So wow. for me, um, that's how franchising got started. I took the challenge in 2015. I started selling in 2016. And since then, we have over 40 locations open, Wow, about 50 territories sold. Um, and it's, uh, it's been a blessing. It's been some challenges, but it's also yeah, been a course. blessing to see 
how many people we, we, we help. Wow, it's, 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 it's an amazing story, Andy. And what do you look for, Andy, in, in, in your franchises? Because, you know, this is, this is your baby. This is your model. It's, it's, it's your system. So what's important to you when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee so you know that they're a match for physical therapy now? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one because we always mm-hmm. we're always trying to um, polish that ideal right. avatar, right? Yeah. Um, but for us, it's like, are you owner operated? So right. are you fully committed? Um, because we've noticed that the very successful ones are the people that are going every single day. Right. Um, the second thing is, do you have any healthcare experience um, mm-hmm. or or not or business experience? Right. Um, that right. helps a lot. Uh, but the more, the most important thing is um, the, your attitude with humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a person that loves humanity? And that is my yeah. requirement to come into this operation because um, there's a lot of damage that you can do. Um, there's sure. a lot of un, unintegrous things that you can do. Right. Um, so integrity for us is the most important and love. Um, that's why there's a heart in my logo because yeah. everything we do is with love. And it's about integrity. And so how integrous are you? How much do you love humanity? And how much time are you willing to dedicate to your practice? Those are the three main things. That's great. Yeah, I think, I think that's so important. And, and how does training work, Andy? I, I know it must be a little di- you know, since COVID, I guess every, everything has changed. You know, the theme of last year was like, you know, was, was COVID, you know, so COVID changed everything. But, uh, you know, what, what, what was the training like before? And, you know, what is it like now? What will it go back to, you know, once hopefully all of this, this is over? How does like training work? Yeah, so there's about a, a month and a half of training. Um, one third of that is online videos that you mm-hmm. have to see as resources that you always get right. to 24 hours a day, see those videos, and everything regarding the operation is in those videos. Um, the next one is a one-on-one training for about two weeks with one of my franchise uh, training coordinator mm-hmm. that she reviewed every single aspect of the operation. Right. And then we focus on marketing as well. And then we ask you to shadow one of our busier practices for about two weeks. So it's about okay. a month and a half, uh, maybe two months sometimes, or maybe sometimes a little less, but it's about a month and a half of training. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's training from there on forward for the next 10 right. years. There's right. weekly webinars, there's weekly meetings, there's challenges that we discuss, there's wins and victories that we share. Um, and it's a constant training from there on. What's interesting about your model, Andy, is, you know, because we've interviewed so many different types of franchises, you know, on the show over the last 14 years, you know, like I think of like, you know, if you own a Subway franchise, you're kind of like making subs every day. So it's kind of like the same thing every day. But in your business, I imagine it's, it's, it's different every day. Is, is there such thing as a typical day as, as a physical therapy now franchisee? <laughs> it must be different. I think right? that's what keeps me on the edge. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it keeps me on the edge, Marty. Every day is a little different. There's new challenges. There's new diagnoses. There's right. new marketing strategies that we implement. There's new uh, changes in the healthcare industry that yeah. maybe their code changes and you have to do things different. So there's always challenges and there's always learning um, opportunities and teaching opportunities for us. So we're a learning and teaching um, company as well. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and, That's great. I think it keeps yeah. things interesting, doesn't it, Andy? You know what I mean? To have that diversity and feel like you're always learning and you're always growing, you know what I mean? As opposed to doing the same thing every single day, oh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that's, that's, that's what keeps things interesting. And, and I mentioned to you earlier, you know, when I was studying your background, I mean, you, you really, you, you have all the traits and characteristics of 
an entrepreneur. From, from everything you've learned up to this point, Andy, what advice would you give to our listeners? We call them aspiring franchipreneurs, you know, in their quest to buy a franchise. Because you know that there's, there's so much out there today. One of the things I learned is, is, you know, after 14 years is that a lot of people in the early stages are confused. You know, they say, oh, my God, there's so much out there. Where, where do I begin? So, so from everything you've learned, what, what advice would you give to our listeners? You know, what's going to drive your success is your passion and why, mm-hmm. you know, why do you want the, the money? Why? Right. Um, right. And if you find something that you're passionate about, like they say, it's an old thing. You're never going to work a day in your life. But it's true. Right. Because, yes. you know, when you dedicate 60, 70, 80 hours a week to the things that you love, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and the reason why you're doing it. So it's something you have to have passion for that you have to enjoy. And then right. the why is the reason why you're going to do all this, whether you want to buy a new home, go on vacation, yeah. um, get a bigger goal. But once you identify the passion and the why, look for a company similar to that. And, and don't, just, um, don't just take the franchisor's word and, and, and mm-hmm. FDD agreement. Like really go in there right. and hang out with the owners and hang out with the team and yeah. talk to different franchisees and see the culture of the business and see the training support that any franchisee has, like, are they on the call weekly with you? Are they on the call monthly? Right. Um, do they answer your call quickly? Does the support team exist? What kind of support team is there? Uh, and that's the most important thing when you buy a franchise, support and passion, love, commitment. How much time yeah. are you willing to commit? How much time does it really require? Sometimes I've seen franchisors say, oh, well, you can be an absentee employee mm-hmm. or absentee yes. owner. And absentee owners are very... Like the the success or the franchises that could succeed on a franchisee mm-hmm. owner is very rare, very limited, right. very small. Agreed. So if they tell you that, be cautious. Like I don't, yeah. I don't want to absentee owners because right. it's very hard for them to cooperate. This sure, and yeah, it's just me being honest with my with my team and with the candidates. Yeah, no, I I, I think I think that's that's fantastic advice, Andy. So. As, 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 as the founder of, of the organization, Andy, I, I could ask you, I mean, where do you see physical therapy now? Like if you could look into a crystal ball, maybe three years, five years down the road, where do you see the organization? Yeah, you know, we have such a clean and beautiful organization. I, I think we will be in multiple states. Uh, right now we are in Texas and Florida, but I think we'll probably be in the East Coast states, um, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, um, maybe great. New Jersey, New York, um, Washington, Virginia. Yeah. These are the states that I want to conquer first. Um, and I think we'll be upwards in, you know, three years between 300 and 500 units um, in wow. franchising. That's fantastic. It's really, it's, it's really exciting. And, and it, it, it's a great story, Andy. What, what's the best way, Andy, for our listeners to get more information on physical therapy? Now, of course, there's the franchise opportunity, but even the services itself. Are there any, like, websites you can kind of, like, point them or direct them to? Absolutely, Marty. It's uh, www.physicaltherapynow.com. And there okay. you will find information on where our locations are. What is a franchise? There's a franchise tab there that you can learn and ask for more information. And, you know, we have a whole team uh, here to help you guys. So thank you, Marty, so much for this. Thank you, Andy. This has been my pleasure. And I'd, write, I'd like to invite you back over the next year or so as you continue to grow, because I think this is a wonderful opportunity. Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much, Marty. 
Thank you, Andy. This has been my pleasure. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's Great Quote in Franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today's Great Quote in Franchising podcast comes from Mary Jane Riva, the CEO of Pizza Factory. And Mary Jane gave some great advice. You know, one of the questions we frequently ask on the show when we have someone like Mary Jane is, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? And she said that you should look under the hood. And, you know, I thought the, her advice was very original, but you have to listen to the podcast to find out why. So here we go with Mary Jane Riva, CEO of Pizza Factory. Hi, Franchise. You know, we've been doing the show such a long time now. And, and one of the yeah. 
the biggest things we've learned is that, you know, a lot of our listeners and their quest to buy a franchise, they don't know where to begin because, like you were saying earlier, there, there's so much out there today. You know, I mean, there's just yeah. so much to choose from. Most of them don't even know where to begin. It just becomes overwhelming. Yep. You know, from everything you've learned, you know, up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners? Well, the first, there's a couple things, and one that as, as we're going through this journey ourselves from being a franchisee to the franchisor, it's understanding the roles of the franchisor versus the mm-hmm. franchisee. That's a really big, important, really what is the role that you're playing versus the franchisor. And then when right. you're looking at brands, the other thing for brands to me is is really looking under the hood. Don't just sure. look at all the stuff on the surface. Really dig down. Uh, see what extra charges there. You know, are they marking up stuff? You know, really evaluate a brand to a brand and not just the fluff kind of stuff that you see on the top. And it's a lot of due diligence. Right. But, you know, ask, ask the questions that are, that are going to be once you're in there. You know, are they marking up the food product? Are they marking up advertising materials? You know, what, what are you paying? So really, really dig down and ask um, a lot more questions. And right. I, would talk to, I would talk to a lot of franchisees that are in the system and see how they feel about the franchisor and the, the brand itself. I would do a lot of due diligence with franchisees because they're the ones that are going to tell you. Right, absolutely. I love how you said look under the hood. You know, as I mentioned, doing the show such a long time, I've never heard that analogy before. I think that's very clever to look under the hood, you know, to go deep, you know, mm-hmm. inside and look what's under, not yeah. just what's on top. You know, we have this great quote to yeah. franchise. I'm going to put that one in there because uh, I, I, I think that's fantastic. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Pizza Factory, I mean, you have a lot of franchisees that you can call, right? I mean, I think you're up to, is it over 100 yes. franchisees now, Mary yes. Jane? So there's yeah. plenty of people We've got you know, that. that have, oh, good. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was going to say we oh, we sorry. have them. They've been in the system for they've been in the system from 30 years. We have franchisees, you know, that have been in that long, and we have them that are just getting on. So there's a wide range. So and you want to hit all right. those. You know, you want to hit the newbies. You want to hit the older ones. You want yes. to want to get their feel of what's been going on and how they've been treated. And but, but yeah, it's there's a lot of people to call. There's a lot of people to ask. There's a lot of different town sizes so when you're doing mm-hmm. your due diligence right you know really 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 get out there and, and dig deep if you'd like to hear that whole interview with pizza factory all you have to do is go to franchiseinterviews.com go to our franchise interviews by category page and click on food franchises and you can hear the whole interview there and lastly we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a huge success you know, it's hard to imagine when we started the show that our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast was going to become just as big as our regular show. So we want to thank everyone again and continue to listen to our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast sponsored by Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.